Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Grace Auburn Church Podcast. My name is Lee. I serve as executive pastor at Grace Auburn Church and host of this podcast. We've been in a series over the course of the last few weeks introducing our staff. Maybe you've not heard some of these stories. Maybe you have, and you're getting different pieces of them. But the goal of this series as we go from one staff member to the next is to share uh, parts of our stories, not the entire thing where we answer the question, you know, when the Lord called you in, into vocational ministry, who was there confirming his voice in your life. And as you think about your life, your job, vocation, calling, why in the world would you want to work for a church? And so today's conversation is no different. We continue in that series. Amy Vaughn serves as our hospitality director, and I'm joined uh, in today's conversation by her uh, as we talk about the journey that she and her family have been on into Grace Auburn, her serving behind the scenes as her husband Frank has been on staff in multiple churches in multiple states, and now she finds herself on our staff team and how the Lord has brought them to today. It was a joy uh, to interview her and ask these questions. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, This is the Grace Auburn Church Podcast, and this is my conversation with Amy Vaughn. Hey, Amy, welcome to the Grace Auburn Church Podcast. I'm excited to be here with you today. Hello. (laughs) We had some conversation offline. Amy's thrilled about being on podcast and on the radio. Uh, This is for Frank. Um, (laughs) But in all seriousness, um, we're excited to be here today. Uh, continuing in a series where we are asking the questions, as the Lord led you into working for Grace Auburn Church, was there a voice or voices that um, kind of brought you to a place of confirmation of all that God was speaking to you at that point? And um, asking the question to wrap up, why in the world would you want to work for a church? If you could do anything else, would you do that? But before we get into those, I want to go back to some of y'all's story, uh, you and Frank have been married for? 21 years. And the bulk of that, you guys have bounced really all over the Southeast. I'll let you tell the story of um, coming into marriage, going into ministry together, uh, that not necessarily being your job and vocation at the time, but a very clear and important role in the life of Frank's ministry. So walk us through kind of <clears throat> a, a high a high overview of y'all's journey throughout ministry and I'll try to kind of land us here in Auburn, Obelika. Okay. Uh, 2002. Okay. 19 and 20. Yes. Got married. Yes. After our freshman year of college. <laughs> First church, Salas Baptist Church in Salas, Mississippi. Okay. Outside of Kosciuszko, $125 a week. Yes. Frank yes. was a student pastor. Um I was in college. He was in college. He started taking seminary classes through New Orleans at a satellite in Jackson. After that, several churches in Mississippi um, until 2008. Mm. I graduated from Mississippi State in 2007. Took a couple years off here and there to work. Um, We moved to Atlanta in 2008. In 2009, we had Haven. You guys moved to Atlanta for another ministry job or for? Just for work. Frank okay. was traveling, doing Disciple Nails, revivals, all the youth yes. things of that time. Yes. Um, he was home like four weekends for the whole year. It was crazy. <sighs> okay. Um, I was marketing director for um, an assisted living okay. company okay. in Atlanta, and I loved it. A lot of travel and a lot of traffic. Yes. 
um, figured out that was not what I wanted to do in motherhood. Yes. Um, and so Frank got a job at First Baptist LaGrange, okay. which led us to stay in Georgia. Yes. Great place to live. Um, a lot of great friends and relationships built there. A lot of moves after that to Mississippi to try to be with, closer to family, then back, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he took another job um, with, uh, I don't remember who. Sure. But anyway, it was an oil and gas company. Frank's had a lot of jobs. He's done everything. <laughs> He's done everything, <laughs> including being a radio host. But, yes. Uh, he took a job and traveled the Southeast, and that led us into the homeschool world. Okay. Um, which is not something I ever saw myself doing, but here we are. Yes. And um, anyway, his job finally landed us in Auburn, Opelika. We knew we loved this area just from being in LaGrange for mm. years. And so this felt close enough to LaGrange to maintain a lot of those really important relationships for us. But it also felt like a great community to be a, a part of. Sure. And so anyway, we landed here in September of 2020. You landed in September 2020. Did you guys land here at Grace Auburn at the same time? How long How long mm. were you guys in town before you ended up here in church? Um, so we went to another church uh, for a year. That's right. So okay. n- I think 20. November of 2021. So you guys land here in 2021. Frank has a local job. You're continuing to homeschool, uh, continuing to do the thing that you never thought you would do and do it well. And... Meanwhile, Grace Auburn is growing. It is uh, probably growing in its fastest place or its fastest metrics, probably growing amongst children and them because of young families that were showing up here. Uh, we have a full, we had a uh, you know, person overseeing, leading Grace Kids with that team needing to grow. Walk us through the, the conversations you and Frank had as you think about, here's a church we love and a town we feel like we could stay in for a while which was a unique thought, right? Of, of Yeah, and with no intention of ever moving again, <laughs> unless we retire to the beach, but this is it. <laughs> so enough moves to say we want to we go deeper here with the people that God has called us to in the life of this local church. I, I'd love to hear, and I, and I think people would love to hear you share, the opportunity to come and work at Grace Auburn on the Grace Kids team and the unique role in, in, in terms of every other time you guys had moved, it had been for Frank or been for Frank's work, mm-hmm. or had been for a ministry job here, or had been to close, or, or to be closer to family. I think that's the mm-hmm. other component that drove much of what you guys were moving for. But to work outside of the home, not in marketing at an assisted living facility, but to work here at Grace Auburn, helping with Grace kids, walk us through those conversations, that process for you guys. Um, because ministry has been such a huge part of our, our lives, um, this this feels like what I know. And it has kind of felt a little weird to not be in ministry for a few years. Um, we even went back to ministry and then would go back to his other job, like right. back and forth a couple of times. Um, we just really love the local church yeah, and want to be involved. Yeah. And so when, um, when I was asked about being um, on staff as children's coordinator, I had never really considered me being in right. ministry. It right. had always been like Frank, but I always helped and yeah. did what I could to support. Well, let's let's like go ahead and call what a spade a spade when we think of 
whether it be men or women, but if you think about your role over the course of however many years of Frank being on staff at churches, when we invite someone onto a staff team or when you when your spouse joins the staff of a church, you are both joining the staff of that church. And, and it, it's something that I don't think is said. And I think you could say that about other vocations, but like for me, example, for example, Lacey is a nurse. I am no, in no way, shape or form in any way involved with that organization that she works for. However, she is intimately involved in the life of this church with my role here on staff. And so I think yeah. while, while Frank's name has been on paychecks, so to speak, you guys have been in ministry together for a really, really long time, but there is a unique shift when it's now your name on the website and in a role that you've not yet considered or something that um, is kind of unique or foreign in, in that sense. So I just want to say that up front is that when when husbands become pastors, wives become pastors' wives, and that's a unique role. And I think the the calling on a pastor's wife or on a ministry leader's wife or husband is unique in the sense that I am on staff, but we are really on staff together, and we represent uh, the leadership of this church in a unique way. Yeah. All right, talk to me about Grace Kids. Um, You know, you said you never really saw yourself being uh, in the homeschool world. Did you ever see yourself being involved with children's ministry at a church? No. My (laughs) kids' bucket is full. Um, But I really came because um, I love this church. Mm. Because Michelle articulated a need that I thought that I could, I could help yeah. with, um, and and I love her. Like she, it was easy to work with her in that. So um, anyway, it took me a little while to sort through yeah. the logistics of things, but the answer was always yes. It was just, is this the right time or yeah, sure. When that question kind of came on y'all's radar, was there someone in your, was there someone in your life? Was it Frank? Was it was it just the Holy Spirit, or was it just a, a one of the questions I want to ask everyone is: Is there was there a voice that was like, oh my gosh, you should do this, like above and beyond? And if if not, then how did you settle in your soul, taking on another job when you already have a full time job at home? Mm. Was there a voice? Um... Hmm. And it's okay if there's not. No, I mean, there are always voices. Sure. Um, I feel like I have a really strong group of a few people. Not a lot of people, Mm. but um, in my journey, I have done some counseling, um, and that has... um, been healing in a lot of ways but so I would say my conversations about this position were mainly with obviously Frank um and then a couple really close friends Mm. that say really hard things to me and also really encourage me in ways that other people can't Mm. um because they really do know me sure so I don't know. It wasn't one voice. It's never one voice to me. I call Frank and yeah. three other people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and together we make those just No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah. but uh, honestly, it's it's usually it's usually Sarah and it's usually Katie. Yeah. And 
and then it's always Frank. And but. Frank. Mm-hmm. So coming in, Grace Kids was the need. It was the moment that the, ch- the church said, hey, we see you. And I think it was after Grace Games last year, mm-hmm. as we thought through, there needs to be more than one person running the world of all things Grace Kids for the sake of the people and for the sake of the relationships with parents. But you knew that it had, it had a time, it had a um, time stamp on it, so to speak. That you knew that the number of days that you wanted to do Grace Kids is not going to be for forever, but that your willingness to do whatever it took was really the reason we thought, man, if we can have Amy Vaughn on this team, then it would be amazing in a whole host of ways. And this is the current need. And you said yes to that. And I love the spirit of church planting in that we've talked at length from the very beginning that there's church has existed and continues to exist because people have said, hey, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. If I can help, if I can serve, if I can do. Uh, But your role is is changing quite dramatically now, moving from... this is what I love. Moving from the spring Mm -hmm. and Grace Kids, now over the course of the summer, moving into the role of hospitality director, really helping steward and guide and shepherd the experience of people both in Sunday mornings and really kind of the outward-facing moments of the church. So I'd love for you to just share your your excitement about what you're stepping into. Um, you single-handedly wrote most of the job description. Like, like In terms of things that were already being done that had to continue being done, you're taking on, and then a whole list of things you're excited to lean into. Share with us just a, a little bit about what, what's ahead for you. So hospitality, if I could go back um, to college and start like back then, I just didn't even realize that I should have done that. Sure. But I didn't know myself at 19. Who no. really does? Who does? Um, and so I, I guess in Frank's years of ministry, my favorite part of all of it was doing the things that that nobody really mm. said, I need that done. Like he, we always joke and say he is the wow and I'm the how like he always comes up with this big plan but then he can't he can't logistically get there (laughs) and those are the details and the things that I really love so um, stepping into hospitality feels like a natural fit for Mm. me I really love taking care of people and I feel like I feel like the Lord has gifted me in like seeing the need before it's really even asked for sometimes And those are my favorite things, like just like helping equip y'all before you go and meet with a grieving family or before you leave for the day and you're going to, you know, need all these things. Like I love helping prepare and have those things ready for you and accessible. And I love the idea of the first 10 minutes that a new family walks into our church. What do they feel Mm. like? What how did this, how does this group of people, how does this body of believers love them mm. well and welcome them? And I love welcoming people into our home, and I love welcoming people into this church. So I'm really excited about that component of it, and the book that I'm reading that Jess sent me is really opening my eyes to how important really that is yeah. um, for, for our church growth, but also just for like who we are as a church, just almost like our branding, like yeah. who are we yeah. and what do we show people about ourselves? Yeah, that's right. Jess is uh, from our friends over at North Metro Church. They've been a massive gift 
to this church really from the beginning, everything from giving us our first set of chairs when we moved into 720 and their executive pastor being a massive gift to me in terms of learning this role. I didn't know that. Their ongoing encouragement has never, has never stopped. Um, so I will, I'll I'll get that link from you. I'll put the link to that book, uh, into the show notes for people who are interested in maybe kind of a deeper dive on what does it look like to be a welcoming, inviting church that says, Hey, we see you. We want to know you. We care for you. Uh, cause I do think you know, we're right there on that bubble of being the size of a church that grows so large that you can slide in and slide out. And, yeah, I don't want to do that. And for as much as we can possibly say, hey, we want to know you, we want to see you, we want you to come back, and we want you to feel like you have a place here in the life of this church, that will be a tremendous win as we move into this fall um, and into whatever space is next uh, in, in terms of where we worship. Um, so that's that's really exciting. Okay. If, if hospitality is really, and, and hospitality is really on two fronts, I heard you say both. One is the outward facing, nobody knows the things that have done, but you know, it's like hospitality, you, you know what it is when it's not there. Like when something's missing, you're like, oh, this would have been great. Whereas if people have a warm and inviting experience, they may not be able to put their finger on what it was, but it's because of all the little things that you saw behind the scenes. So there is that outward facing component for Sunday morning or for a women's gathering or for even inviting people into your home. But then the other side of it is really making sure as pastors, we have all that we need to care for people well Mm. um, on, on, on an ongoing basis. That's new. That's kind of a new world for us as we think through how can we continue to do what we do well and what are the things that will just, to be frank, that as you know, a group of guys that are running full speed on a whole host of fronts, some things we just may not think about. Um, so we're excited for that and honored to have you step into that role as we continue to grow as a staff. But the truth is, you could do hospitality and make way more money uh, anywhere else. I mean, you could go back into assisted living. You could go. You could call the hotel and conference center or the Laurel or any uh, any any of these types of places that hospitality is really like the central focus of what they do. So why in the world would you want to work for a church specifically? Why would you want to work for this church? Hmm. I think over the years of being in ministry, the local church is really what, like, it is the only place that really lives are changed. Sure. I mean, the hotel is a great weekend. Yeah. But it's not, it's not somewhere that people feel welcomed, and it's not somewhere that, you know, people are going to go when they're hurting. Like, this is, this is the place where people gather, and this is a family, and this is a body of believers, and it's just, it is worth giving your life for. Mm. The church, the local church, is worth being a part of in the hurts and in the really good. Yeah. Matt made a statement uh, to me recently. He said, as we grow, um, we will have to decide cons- over and over again whether we're going to be a corporate gathering or a family. Mm. And if there's anybody that knows about big families, it's him. Yeah. And so as we continue to grow, consistently asking the question, how can we be as family with one another? 
And that's both from the stage and in the lobby and in our community groups and as a staff team and elders and all of our group leaders gathering over the course of a year for the purpose of saying, hey, we're, we're not alone and we all have a shared responsibility. So we are so excited, thrilled even to have you and to have Frank and your family not only be on staff, but be a part of this church, uh, continuing to lead community groups and do all the things that you guys do in welcoming people well. So thank you so much. Thank you for being what Frank would call on the radio with me uh, <laughs> here today on this podcast. Um, like I said, we'll put a couple of things in the show notes. Uh, Amy, thank you so much. We're, yeah. th- we're thrilled to have you. Thank you. On behalf of the Grace Auburn Church family, thank you for listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. If you'd like more information about partnering with us and our mission or ways that you can get connected, please go to our website, graceauburn.church.